Welcome to the Chirp Podcast, where we feature verses, stories, and musings that clear the chaos outside and within. For today's episode, we have a reading of an excerpt from Henry David Thoreau's Walden. Here we listen how solitude affects Thoreau's life while living alone. There is commonly sufficient space about us. Our horizon is never quite at our elbows. The thick wood is not just at our door, nor the pond. But somewhat is always clearing, familiar and worn by us, appropriated and fenced in some way, and reclaimed from nature. For what reason have I this vast range and circuit, some square miles of unfrequented forest, for my privacy, abandoned to me by men. My nearest neighbor is a mile distant, and no house is visible from any place but a hilltops within half a mile of my own. I have my horizon bounded by woods all to myself, a distant view of the railroad where it touches the pond on the one hand, and of the fence which skirts the woodland road on the other. But for the most part, it is a solitary where I live as on the prairies. It is as much Asia or Africa as New England. I have, as it were, my own sun and moon and stars and the real world all to myself. At night, there was never a traveler past my house or knocked at my door more than if I were the first or last man. Unless it were in the spring, when at long intervals, some came from the village to fish for pouts. They plainly fished much more in the Walden Pond of their own natures, and baited their hooks with darkness. But they soon retreated, usually with light baskets, and left the world to darkness and to me. And the black kernel of the night was never profaned by any human neighborhood. I believe that men are generally still a little afraid of the dark, though the witches are all hung and Christianity and candles have been introduced. Yet I experience sometimes that the most sweet and tender, the most innocent and encouraging society may be found in any natural object, even for the poor misanthrope and most melancholy man. There can be no very black melancholy to him who lives in the midst of nature and has his senses still. There was never yet such a storm, but it was Aeolian music to a healthy and innocent ear. Nothing can rightly compel a simple and brave man to a vulgar sadness. While I enjoy the friendship of the seasons, I trust that nothing can make life a burden to me. The gentle rain which waters my beans and keeps me in the house today is not rare and melancholy, but good for me too. Though it prevents my hooing them, it is of far more worth than my hooing. If it should continue so long as to cause the seeds to rot in the ground and destroy the potatoes in the lowlands, it would still be good for the grass on the uplands. And being good for the grass, 
it would be good for me. Sometimes, when I compare myself with other men, it seems as if I were more favored by the gods than they. Beyond any deserts that I am conscious of, as if I had a warrant and surety at their hands which my fellows have not, and were especially guided and guarded. I do not flatter myself, but if it be possible, they flatter me. I have never felt lonesome or in the least oppressed by a sense of solitude, but once, and that was a few weeks after I came to the woods, when for an hour I doubted if the near neighborhood of man was not essential to a serene and healthy life. To be alone was something unpleasant, but I was at the same time conscious of a slight insanity in my mood and seemed to foresee my recovery. In the midst of a gentle rain, while these thoughts prevailed, I was suddenly sensible of such sweet and beneficent society in nature, in the very pattering of the drops, and in every sound and sigh around my house, an infinite and unaccountable friendliness all at once like an atmosphere sustaining me. Has made the fancied advantages of human neighborhood insignificant, and I have never thought of them since. Every little pine needle expanded and swelled with sympathy and befriended me. I was so distinctly made aware of the presence of something kindred to me, even in scenes which we are accustomed to call wild and dreary, and also that the nearest of blood to me and humanest was not a person nor a villager, that I thought no place could ever be strange to me again. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. For updates, follow The Chirp Podcast on Spotify. You may also like our Facebook page The Chirp Podcast. Until next time. Thank you.